Welcome back to the Second Take Podcast. It's been a while, but we're back for episode 27, the Malcolm Jenkins episode, or... The Vladimir Guerrero episode. Or... The Jose Altuve episode. Or... The Ray Rice episode. Ray Rice yeah. episode. Yeah. Bitch probably deserved it. Okay. All well, right. So we're here. We got, a, <laughs> we got a bunch of good topics for y'all today. Um, Changing up the scenery a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. We're in BR today at the new crib, you know, the new bachelor pad. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, if your girl come over here, she's not your girl no more. Okay, well, we, we didn't have, we didn't have to say that. <laughs> All right, we didn't have to say that. I'm a, uh, nevertheless, you know the routine. I'm gonna pass it along to Adam to go through our topics real fast. I mean, be- but before we go over our topics, I mean, we've had some. It's been a month, so catch Has it up. it really? Yes. Oh wow! I just checked. Uh, June fourth was the last episode posted mm. on iTunes. Jeez. So just to catch up on everybody, how, how's everybody doing? doing great you know mm-hmm. this is life is good crib. this is your new new crib yeah the new crib uh it, it took a while coming here it took a lot of trials and tribulations everyone took some convincing but yeah it took some convincing left the old the old dealings in the past and now we're here we're here you know bigger better and greater moment how, how we feeling feeling good feeling good especially after what happened uh last week mm-hmm. a little over a week ago yes sir never a doubt Never a doubt. Never a doubt. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, you know what? I'll skip over the joke that I was going to make. This is just ill-timed joke. What? The one I said before we, we press play. But anyway. Oh. Um, we go on to our topics today. You could have said it. I mean, maybe. Okay. Final take. Final, final take. take. Yeah. Final take. Yeah. So, um, our topics today, we'll be talking about our top 10 NFL quarterbacks heading into the season this season. Predicting our own NFL team's records for the season. Um, is there a problem brewing up in Buffalo? We'll get to talking about that. Our reactions to the Denver Nuggets winning the finals over the Miami Heat. We'll be talking about Zion Williams and all his personal problems. <laughs> we'll be talking about the Suns uh, acquiring Bradley Bill and all, all other trade aspects in the NBA. We'll also be talking about LSU baseball. And we'll be talking about... My trip to Omaha, the worst and best experiences of that with LSU being there. And then, obviously, our final takes to wrap it all up. But first off, one of my favorites, always top tens. I don't think this okay. week I'm, I don't think this week I'm going to piss you all off much. much. Well, no. I'm going to piss you all off for sure, but I'm not going to piss you off that much. But like, I always, like, like the one you had last year? Like Or like the one – well, yeah, definitely like the yeah. one last year. Last year was like – Adam, you gotta be joking. And then look at me now. No, look at me now. No, I remember that because it, it was off the. Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now look Go at ahead. me now. So, okay, we're not gonna start with me. We're gonna move it to you of because course. I always like passing it. Sure. Passing sure. it on to you. Except this time you're on my right. This would be weird because usually I'm you're looking left, at you yeah. on the left. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'll start it off. Um, I'll go ten to one. Ten. I got Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Second tier quarterbacks. The only thing that keeps him relevant is Justin Jefferson. But um, as long as he doesn't throw it short of the sticks on fourth down, I think you know he, he can sneak into the top eight. But I mean, he he is about to lose a starting running back this year. Well, well, he's he already lost him because he's covering right. the team. So this is true. Well, technicality. He but we know him. we all know where he's going. He's going to Miami. Yeah, yeah. No, he's going to New England. Actually, that's what I heard today. <laughs> um, be crazy. Number nine, I got Aaron Rodgers. Um, a Rodgers. I think last year was. Kind of the the decline of Aaron, but we know that he still has so much left to to go. Um, there's so much more left in the tank. 
coming off of back-to-back MVP seasons, I don't, I don't really think we can overlook him. Uh, number eight, I had Dak Prescott. Um, as much as I don't like the Cowboys, if there's one thing that's been consistent about them is when he's on the field, they win. When he's off the field, they're, they're just not the same team. Um, they've been top of the NFC East or the NFC least, as we like to say it, for four, five, six years, whatever it is. So I think the return of the NFC least is this year. Mm. I think you'll have you'll have those two teams just battling it out for first, but I don't think the other team. Well, let's ask Corey and see what he says about that. Um, <laughs> he, he he runs the NFC. Yeah, you're right. So. Better stop mentioning that man's name before we owe him a pressure pack. Yeah, he don't, he don't remember that. Don't say that. Don't, <laughs> don't say that. that. He brought it up. Uh, number seven, I got Justin Herbert. I would have had him up a little bit more, but I think last year in the playoffs, losing a 20, 29 nothing, twenty two nothing lead at halftime versus the Jacksonville Jaguars doesn't really help his case. I think he had a stellar rookie season, but since then it's just been kind of up and down. Um, I blame a little bit of that on the defense and a little bit of offensive coordinator not being able to allow him to push down the field or get outside the pocket. But um, if he steps up this year, which I assume he will, he'll he'll definitely make it, you know, at least in the top five. Number six, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I think think he's finally arrived. I think it took Urban Meyer getting fired in order for him to see, you know, his full potential. Um, and against Calvin Ridley this year. Yeah, after sure. when you're suspension of gambling. Um, I think his ascension is going to be much greater than some of the other third-year quarter. I think it's a third-year quarterback um, that we're going to see. So props to him. Hopefully that you know he can take that next, that next step. Number five, Lamar Jackson, former MVP. Nothing much more to say about him. When he's on the field, they're good. When he's off the field, they're pretty much relevant no matter what carbon copy you put in this place yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. number four i got bill's mafia josh allen um a lot of people will say he's top two top three but over the last two to three years he hasn't shown that um i think that there's a you know blame to go everywhere but it starts with the quarterback you know being able to lose to the Bengals 27 to 10 you know it's it, it's not it's not a good look uh number three jalen hurts i think that he's a top two quarterback but i think it's some of those things that we've seen already, um, maybe a, a one-year type of thing. So I just wanted to, if he can replicate that, then I have no issue putting him in the top two. But for now, I just need to see it once again. Um, number two, Joe Shiesty. Um, I think we can all agree upon that. And then, obviously, number one. Kermit himself. Kermit the Frog himself. Patrick Mahomes. I'm here. <laughs> I hate when my brother says that. So I mean, that's, yeah. that's basically we're on the field watching the game. Go ahead. Dave? All right, I'm going to go 1 to 10. Uh, that be fun. different. Let Sorry. Him Let him be. Number 1 to uh, Patrick Mahomes at number 1. That's obviously the standard of the NFL quarterbacks right now. Uh, that pocket passing shit is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Brady was the last breed of it, in my opinion. No more Peyton Manning. Yeah, none of them just sitting back there waiting for your receivers to get open with a A-plus O-line. Um, Joe Burrow at 2. Joe Shiesty, as we would like to call him. Mm-hmm. Um, offensive line still horrible. They haven't shown <laughs> me anything, but it's just his sheer will, determination, and you know toughness. Getting it down to T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, whoever else they pick up in the off season. You know, however that, however that plans to go. I wish him the best. Uh, at three, I got Jalen Hurts. I'm kind of on the same train as Longman. Is like, hopefully it wasn't just a one year thing and teams figure them out. Uh, I would really like to see him succeed. And the type of quarterback play he plays is very similar to Mike Vick. And I've always been a fan of that running style quarterback. Uh, four, I got Bills Mafia, Josh Allen. 
so far y'all have i know no no arguments yet yeah we're, uh we're getting there apparently i mean he's a respectful opponent but like longman said he doesn't have much more than you know maybe two dubs in the playoffs that's about it right i think so uh, yeah um yeah. five i got lamar jackson former All mvp right. is straight uh another mike vick type style play he really in my opinion he really showed off the arm that everybody was you know doubting this year and hopefully it you know comes more next year with additions like zay flowers and obj obj if he stays on the field himself um trevor lawrence after lamar jackson <clears throat> so yeah trevor lawrence has six yeah trevor lawrence has six uh showed real big improvement this past year Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer was just a distraction. I, honestly, I don't know how he got a job broadcasting after that. Yeah, think about it. This is the same league that said, oh, yeah, Deshaun Watson, he'd go play football again. Right. Let's give him fucking $100 million guaranteed. 256. $256 guaranteed. Uh, after that, I got Aaron Rodgers. He said okay. back-to-back MVP seasons. It's hard to see what he's going to do in New York. Um granted that he's closer with his cornerbacks than he is with receivers <laughs> is kind of crazy yeah. but uh i mean Lazard. hopefully i mean he got alan lazard yeah but that's a that's about it they lost elijah moore yeah, well, garrett wilson garrett wilson yeah so i mean hopefully he makes something shake but at the end of the day you know fuck the jets because they're in my division <laughs> um after that i got kirk cousins kirk cousins at eight yeah okay. kirk right. cousins at eight okay. uh the franchise tag king Tony. Justin Jefferson saving his career. Um, I think he's gonna retire in Minnesota Viking because I just I think he's just like a good enough fit. I don't I want I don't want to say a perfect fit, but he's a good enough fit to bring out the talent they have at receivers. Um, after that, I got Brock Purdy actually. Number nine. Uh, mystery relevant. Hopefully, he becomes you know even more irrelevant this year. And it's kind of weird because San Francisco's quarterback situation is. I don't know. It's it's Weird. nothing we've really seen before because anybody on their roster can be number one, in my opinion. It's like, didn't they just sign Sam Darnold? So I don't think Sam Darnold is that much better. Is <laughs> that much worse? I would say than Brock Purdy. At the same time, what the fuck you do with Trey Lance? So it's hard to see. I mean, he he had a great first season. Might be rookie's luck. Who knows? And number ten, I have Mister Him himself to attack of Aloha. At number ten, at number ten, you know, leading leading the league in twenty plus yard completion percentage and not playing half the year, I think that's just amazing. You know, whether he be whether the jujitsu helped him or not this year, we'll see. Uh, falling on his head, so hopefully they get him more protection. Um, nothing but a better team this year. Mike McDaniel, second year second year head coach, I think he's going to make some some good adjustments. And that's my list, one to ten. I don't, I don't, I don't, I think you play with an airbag, sure. I don't, I don't have an issue with two at ten. Brock Purdy at number nine over Justin Herbert, yes. Dak Prescott. Justin Herbert is not on this. Neither is Dak Prescott. You're insane. Fuck You're so them. insane. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go ten to one. <sighs> yeah, thank way, you. The way I like it. Um, Longman, our list had a good couple of similarities. Oh, that's not good. Both of y'all, we actually had the same one through one through six was majority the same. Me and Longman's list. Yeah, yeah. We're, I'll, I'll spoil. It's it. pretty much the same thing. But just... I'll spoil it right now. We all have the same four through one. By okay. the way, okay, four in, the, one, in the same row. Okay, so right. so four being Josh, Josh. Hurts, Burrow. Burrow. Yeah, okay. Ten, Kirk Cousins. Okay, I think again, like y'all both have said, his wide receiver core 
will do enough of a job to make him a relevant or relevant enough to stay, you know, in that top couple of seeds throughout the season. Nine, I'm gonna put Dak. Okay. Again, I don't think Dak's bad by any means. Do I think he's worth the money he is? Maybe not as much, but he he has shown that he can get it done, but he could also he's also shown that he can't get it yeah. done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At eight, this is where I'm gonna put Rogers. And the only reason why I'm putting Rodgers at eight is because we need to see how you perform with the new system, new division, you know, new receivers basically, and just how your how your old head method will work. I think Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator for the Jets, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. If I mean, want, is, who wants to fact check that? I again, think this is a new game. Is. He has shown that he can scramble, but mm. he's going to need – He's in a league where that's going to de- need to be more prevalent. Right. At seven is where I'm going to put Trevor. Old Goldilocks. Mm. Sunshine. The reason why I put him here is because I've seen the talent. I've seen the display. I think uh, his new coach, uh, Doug what's Peterson. Uh, Peterson. Mm-hmm. I think Peterson is a really good coach. Been to a Super Bowl. And won it. Yeah. I think they mer- they they mesh well together. Those yeah. two. I, I like him a lot because after the week nine, after week nine, there was only two other quarterbacks that ranked higher in terms of well, P- PFF um, football, and that was Mahomes and Burrow. Mm-hmm. So, no, I really do think that Trevor, as long as he has, you know, someone with knowledge of the game that isn't Urban Meyer, uh, yeah, he will be on the straight and narrow. This is where I put, I put at six. I put Lamar. When okay, he's in fair. and he's healthy, mm-hmm. 100%, Ravens look very dominant on the offensive side. When he's not in, they don't. I think the upgrade to the wide receiver core helps tremendously. And it's just like, how much can you, I don't mean to cut you off, but how much can you help the Ravens receiver core? Like, you're paying him all this money. You don't really have people, like money to sign big-name people. Zay Flowers are drafting him. I don't know how much they gave OBJ, though. Wasn't it like $18 million? For a year, um, it was something. Like, it was just a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, who knows if you're even going to get but that whole year? Here's the thing, too. It's going to be the same thing every time. It's if they're not winning, he doesn't have enough help. But if they're winning, it's it's only because of Lamar. Well, like, there's there's never there's never really a, there's they didn't answer the question they had last year of who's going to who's going to step on the defensive end. Yeah, really, right. this off season, but they did answer. They had they had a couple questions they need to answer. Who's going to be that step up guy on the defense? Who's gonna? Who are they gonna put there in the wide receiver core? And they at least answered one question. Well, I mean, on the defensive side, they got rid of Calais Campbell, which was a, a big loss. They did get Roquan Smith, so I mean, at least they they found the middle of, of the defense with him and Patrick Queen. But other than that, the outside Marlon Humphrey. Other than that, there's mm-hmm. nobody else. Marcus Peters is a free agent. But the thing um, is, Marcus that, Williams. But I mean, but it. this is a one in generation talent in Lamar sure. Jackson. So I do see him sitting well. And that's in that six spot. Five. This is where we agree and we disagree, Dave. This is where Herbert falls in. Herbert is a five guy. He is dead in the middle well, of the I, top ten. I had him at seven, but okay. I, I respect him. Oh, I thought you had him. Mm. Oh. So you taking Justin Herbert over Lamar Jackson? Yes. That's crazy. Justin has a better arm, and he was fighting tooth Bro, and nail yeah. last season Bro. with no receivers, no Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Keenan Allen. 
This year he gets Keenan Allen. He gets Mike Williams. Pretty sure they got a receiver in the round. Yeah, in the couple, oh, first yeah, couple well, rounds. Um, Quentin Johnson. Quentin Johnson from TCU. TCU. That's who I was really high on mm-hmm. in the draft. So he has he has three guys now to throw to. He will figure it out. And then you have uh, Austin Eckler in the backfield as a fourth option. At least for another year, at least. So you have him as your fourth option. That's Who's the tight end? Uh, that's Everett? A, it might be Everett, yeah. So, I mean, not a bad tight end, but not a, not someone I would trust trust the game with. But if you can get all four of those guys staying healthy, they're going to make him shine like the brightest mm-hmm. uh, superstar. We s- when they were on the field the last five weeks, I think, I mean, we saw the difference. It matters. Keenan Allen matters. He's an all-pro all wide receiver. You know? As injured, per- Mike as- Williams has been a all-pro type of wide receiver the last three years. Like, mm-hmm. it matters. And as long as he can stay healthy to lead that team, right. that's going to be – I mean, obviously, you still have the Goliath in your division in the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. At least you'll have second place. <laughs> at least you second. But then, yeah. obviously, like I spoiled earlier, Ford, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. he's still as uh, as bad as he has shown with his inter- interceptions – he still scrambles like no other. He's big like a running back. He runs over people. He jumps over people. He throws it 80 yards. I mean, he's, I mean, he's an all-around, but he just needs to fix not throwing it to the wrong team or throwing it to the wrong team. He needs to fix that. Jalen Hurts proving it that he can do it with their super team. I mean, just easily. He made it. He made going to the playoffs look easy. Got your center, your veteran center back for at least another year, mm-hmm. and then you got the Philadelphia Bulldogs building up on your defense. So, right. Right. and then Shiesty at two, and then Mahomes at one, and that's that's close case on those two. No argument there. Look, guys, I made a top ten that we only had like a little <laughs> little pushback, but. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's so different from our last episode. It was it was just the fact that what happened the year before. And you I don't know. That's 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 where I was coming from. Well, the man. year before Aaron Rodgers coming off a of back to back MVP season. Tom Brady, I think he won the Super Bowl. Oh no. He lost to Matthew Stafford in the Rams in the playoffs, but almost well, I think was that the year? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. come on. Come on. But look at me now. Always what you mean? I mean, I mean, both of them have. <laughs> yeah, it's agreeable. After, it's agreeable after, after this year. Fact, yeah, after the fact, yes. But at that point, that's why we were. I don't care who agrees with you. I know you're going with that. But now we move on to our next topic. Predicting our own NFL Can we for this? So, you know, now when we say our own, we each got. So, for instance, I got the Bills. Longman got the Steelers. I know Longman got the Dolphins. And Adam got the Steelers. So. Yeah, basically going to tell each you know each other what our what their team schedule looks like and then they basically say it's a win or a loss right so i'll i'm uh, i'm pulling up the oh i'm, I'm starting off all right all right i already have the, bill, right. the bill schedule up adam are you ready then you can you can start riddling it because i don't uh it's gonna take me a second but okay yeah. all right, go down first go. so we got the battle of new york on guess what day 9 11 so the jets take on the bills on 9 11 God bless America. Are this is the day in, after July 4th. Are you insane? No, he's he absolutely insane. So no, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bills. Bills Bills. Bills do things on opening week like none other. Alright. And then after that we got the Raiders at the Bills, September seventeenth. Easy. Bills. Dub. Alright. 
Starting off 2-0. Bills at the Commanders. Y'all got an easy-ass schedule. 3-0. Yep, <laughs> All right. Dolphins at Bills. Dolphins at Bills? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that's a, that's a revenge early season game. So, so lose? No, that's a win. Shut up. Damn. All right. Uh, Jaguars at Bills. Mm, it's is it a, interesting. Is it a primetime game? Uh, no, it's actually at 8.30 a.m. Oh, that's London. Game. London, yeah. Never mind. Jags win. That's their home field. <laughs> In London? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Giants at Bills. Hmm. Bills. All right. Um, we have Bills at Patriots, October mm. 22nd. New that's game. Be- that's before the snow. That's before they get snow, so Bills. What are they right now? 7-1? No, no, no. There's... How many games have we said already? No, right now, right now it's six and one. Okay, I'm going off. Sorry. All right, uh, Buccaneers at Bills. I mean, the Bills. This is such an easy schedule. Dude, are you kidding me? Bills at Bengals. Oh, oh Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals uh-huh. gonna get that one. Will they play a whole game this time? Let's let's pray to God. Oh my goodness. Broncos at Bills. Broncos Ooh. at Bills. Ooh, yeah, that's a. Mm. At yeah. Bills, at Bills, but it's but it's Sean Payton. It I com- compared to nothing. Payton. You don't okay with Russ. No, I don't. Would he okay? Look, really? Bills? Are at, we really doing this at home when it gets cold? I'm gonna go Bills. I know it gets cold. Um, Look, it's an easy. This schedule. is unreal. This is an easy schedule. This is unreal. <laughs> and once again, the Battle of New York: Jets versus Bills. Jets at Bills this time. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jets on this one. But. Um, <laughs> Bills at Eagles. Eagles. Back to back losses. Bills at Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs. See, this is this, this is where it gets, this, this is, is where exactly it goes. how Bills season goes. goes too. Cowboys at Bills. That's interesting. Cowboys at, at Bills. Bills. Yeah. Bills. Yeah, that's interesting though. I don't think Dak plays. Well is that a primetime game? Uh, no, it's at three twenty-five. It's a mid game. Um, is Bills that, at Chargers. Is that Thanksgiving Day? Bills no, December seventeenth. Bills at Chargers. Mm-hmm. Right after that, two days before uh, Christmas. So wait, Bills that, at Chargers. That sounds like a is that a short week? December yeah, December seventeenth to the twenty third. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. That's a, that's a good. That's game. A good I would take the Chargers just because it's a short week and they got to go to LA yeah. after being in New York. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go Chargers on that one. Chargers, but like Lee Corso said, close. Uh, Patriots at Bills, so they got to go back to New York. Yeah, but they eight get days a, after. Yeah, they get a long week though. They don't get they get a day, an extra day. But yeah, I still know what you. New think. Year's Day game. New Year's Day game. I'm gonna go Bills. So we All sweep, right. Sweep. Um, for the last game of the season, and the time is to be determined. Bills at Dolphins. This will be because playoffs will matter at this point. Um. I mean, it won't be 80 degrees outside, so... That <laughs> Who, knows? Who knows? This is January 7th in Miami, It might close the roof. Close the roof and then make it hot as hell in there. Dave, just for just for shits and gigs, I said the Dolphins will we'll win that one. What's this record? Okay. It's like it's 11 and 6. You ready for this record? Regular season record? Mm-hmm. 10 and 7. Wow. They 10 win. and 7. Need I remind you that they were nine and two at one point? Mm-hmm. They were nine and two through like this is how New York teams the first work. eleven weeks. Yeah, the first eleven weeks. That's how New York teams work, just like that. <laughs> they just start shitting out by the end of the season. All right. <laughs> they get my hopes up at the very beginning of the season, and then by the midseason, it's like we're gonna win it all. Oh, yeah. And then like right after All Star, 
or halfway, then it's like a straight nose dive, straight down, and then we somehow make the playoffs. Right there, that just shows you how it's like Bills one seed. And that would be like the first seeding. And then by the end of the season it'll be like Bills wild card. While the Chiefs and the <laughs> yeah. Bengals are the one two seed. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. I thought it was gonna be I thought it was gonna be at least eleven or twelve. Okay. All right, Dave. I wasn't keeping count. So you ready, Dave? I'm ready. All right. Week hold one. On, hold on, hold on. Do you want to give him your pin so he can keep keep yeah, you tally? Can, you can do it. Why don't you do it for all? I'll do it. Shit. Okay, I was gonna do it. That's fine. I'll do it. I thought you were gonna, you were gonna do it for all of them, but it's all good. I'm ready. Are you sure? Yes. I don't even keep him tallies for himself. All right. First, first week. The ch- no. Yeah, Dolphins at Chargers. Dolphins. That's ridiculous. He said this last year. And, I'll, and then I'll, he lost, yeah. And I'll exactly. laugh at him again when he loses this year. Uh, Dolphins at the Patriots. Dolphins. You're, Just because they I'm don't not have doing a quarterback. They don't have, I don't believe in Mac Jones. Against our new secondary, I don't believe in him. <laughs> and New England. Okay. All right. Dude, I was 2-0 and against New England this year. Dolphins. So are we. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Dolphins versus uh, the Broncos at home. At In Miami? Yeah. I'll take the Dolphins. Just FYI. Okay. Dolphins at um, Bills. Mm, two of them might get hurt, so that's a loss. <laughs> well, if it's hurt, he's hurt for the next three or four weeks, so just keep that in mind. Uh, Dolphins versus the Giants. Dolphins. Even with a hurt. Don't. Yeah, Skylar Thompson at quarterback for sure. Don't. No, it would be Mike White. Mike, Mike White. White. Yeah. Magic Mike White. I'm already mm-hmm. gonna I'm, I'm already gonna put a win here, but it's Dolphins versus uh Carolina. Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins Easy. at the Eagles. Prime time. See, I told Corey I gotta be off for that day. <laughs> and we gotta watch it together. It's at seven, yes, yeah, at night. Uh, I say the Dolphins lose by like three. Okay. Dolphins versus damn, they play New England already again. Dolphins versus New England. Win. We going two and zero against New England again. Dolphins at Chiefs. This is a London game. Just oh yeah, it is a London game. Yeah. So I'm a hope for I'm a hope for jet lag, but I, nothing can really rattle Patrick Mahomes or Andy Reid. So I'm a, I'm gonna take an L. Uh, That's a good L. Dolphins yeah. versus the Raiders. Off Dolphins a, off a of bye week. Off a of bye week. Easy. So y'all get to go to London and then get a bye. Fuck yeah. y'all. Yeah. So. Dolph- Dolphins at the at two o'clock. The Dolphins always at um. That's a new England. Yeah, uh, on um Black Friday. Uh, yeah, Black Dolphins. Dolphins. The first Black Friday game Dolph- ever, by the way. Dolphins at uh Jets. Easy, fuck the Jets. Dolphins at Washington. Easy dub. This is this is this is so ridiculous right now. It's unreal. <laughs> Dolphins versus Tennessee. Dub. This is that's prime. Time. Dolphins. That's Monday night actually. It is Monday night. Dolphins versus the Jets. Dub. <laughs> You're just not even realistic anymore. Um, Dolphins versus Dallas. Dub. Okay. In Miami. Dub. That's that's Christmas Eve. Dub. We're going to wrap that present up and have fucking Dak throw three interceptions. Keep that on record. Dolphins at Baltimore. So y'all play Christmas Eve, then New Year's Eve. At Baltimore? Oh, how we embarrassed them last year. Give me that fucking dub. Give me that fucking dub. Lamar Jackson blowing Off a comeback. The, Off of the 30-second uh, uh, defense. Yeah, you're right. Um, y'all really... Y'all Dolphins really versus no Bills. Where? Home. Home. Uh, home. Yeah, that nice. dub. You, you're not losing three. You, you're losing more than three games. I hope you know that, by the way. <laughs> we'll see. I hope you know that. Five. 
<laughs> Keep going. <laughs> no, we're not doing playoffs. That's <laughs> the end of the 14. season. 14 and 3. What does that say on that paper 14 right and there? 3. 14 and 3. You 14 and 3, baby. Dave is so far gone beyond realistic expectations. It's ridiculous. It's 14 absolutely and ridiculous. 3. Uh, you're not even you're going 10 and 7. Hope you know that. Hell no. You 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 and uh, Adam will have the same record. If right? everybody stays healthy, oh, we're going 14 and there 3 we go. easily. If don't put me in this conversation. No, you're going to have to be 10-7, so. No, I only predict. I, I, I predict the worst. By the way, I'm, I'm going to be realistic with mine. In the, ga- in the games, I just want to say this before we move on to the Steelers. In the games that Tua did play, he had 120. Um, can you list off the uh, teams that was, too? And the quarterbacks that the they teams were facing? that the NFLPA gave us on our fucking schedule. Yeah, no, can you list off the names of the quarterbacks as well? Who they played? Well, Lamar Jackson was one of them, for sure. Hmm. And he's so Lamar plays defense. Oh, I, forgot, I must have forgot about that. So um, why did I have to go list ahead. off the QBs? Go ahead, go ahead. Hold on, I gotta make sure I don't break the paper. Fourteen and right. three, Miami Dolphins, twenty twenty three. to get it tatted so it's real. Please don't do that. Please feel the love. You want to do that? I'm about to get it tatted so it's real. I want everybody to no, quote we'll, me right when I say that they're gonna go ten and seven. We're gonna <laughs> mark this episode. Yeah, yeah, twenty seven. The Ray Rice episode. Yeah. See, really, realistically, before we get to yours, I really want to go back and re-listen to all of it uh-huh. and have a segment. Yeah. Or uh-huh. an episode sure. where we just go back on takes sure. that we made and see how right or how wrong they were. Yeah. We'll talk more about that after. Yeah. Okay. Longman, I'll give you. I'm gonna give you dates and times and teams, obviously. Where we're at. It really doesn't matter with Pittsburgh, but well, I'm, just, right. I'm just telling you. I got it. All right. First game, 49ers at home, 12 o'clock. First home game in 10, 10 years. Doesn't know. I don't know if Brock Purdy is going to play or not. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Well, I mean, no. Uh, when? W. Just because 49ers will be a little yeah. confused. All right. Monday night game, Browns at home. When? Hate the Browns. Hate the Browns. That's We're at home versus the Browns? Yes, sir. Two home games in a row. How about that? Yep, and now the road trip begins to Las Vegas to play the Raiders. Sunday Win. night football. When? Huh? When? Like a week after. What? Like y'all play at the Raiders week three. Yeah, when? No, oh, when? No, so when? When? Oh, yeah, my bad, oh, okay, my bad. Okay, okay, okay. My fault. Misunderstood you. <laughs> um, at Texans. Yeah, this I'm is this is this is like roping me in right now. I'm just gonna move. just yeah, give me a win. All right, this is dangerous, by the way. Four zero are the Steelers versus the Ravens at home. The the Ravens are at home or Pittsburgh's at home. Raven, you're all at home. We're gonna be four zero. Probably gonna be riding high. Let's go, loss. Four and one. First first L against the Ravens at home. All right, bye week. Then travel to L A to play the Rams. Loss. Back-to-back L's, 4-2. All right. Flying back home to play the Jaguars. <laughs> home against them? Yep. What time? 12 o'clock. <clears throat> First game. Noon game. Lost. 4-3. and three. Right after a 4-0 start. <laughs> <laughs> Three games in a row. <laughs> we, 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 had, we, we had the 49ers, the Browns, the Raiders, and then the Texans. 4-0 start. Back to 4-3. Dropping down from heaven. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> All right. At home against the Texans. Again? Sorry, sorry. At home against the Titans. My fault. Uh, win. 
All right, back on the win train. We'll stop Derrick Henry because Brian Tannehill can't throw nothing. We don't even know who the fucking quarterback is going to be. They might have a new quarterback by that time. Yeah. Knows. All right, so we're at the five-win mark. Congratulations. Um, at home against the Packers. Uh, I'll go win because Jordan Love's rookie rookie season. I'll right. go win. I mean, technically rookie season. Technical. All right, in Cleveland. Win. I hate Cleveland. Again, hate the Browns. I love watching that game. Ever since Miles Garrett smashed fucking uh, Mason, Rudolph. What, Mason Rudolph's head with his helmet. What's their record versus them? Got it. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I All love right. that game. Hmm. Next week. Yeah, me too when they win. At Bengals. Lost. Yep. They're not blocking an extra point this year. <laughs> <laughs> At home against the Cardinals. Win. That's a win. Midget man's not going to get it out of y'all. He will. He'll probably, he'll probably run for like. Just let it to be known. He'll probably run like. For like three touchdowns. Just for it to be known. <laughs> Not past Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Not past Randy. He's too short. He can't get it. We're eight and three right or eight and four right now. That's reasonable. Okay. Are you sweeping the pit? Uh, the the Patriots this season. We'll play the Patriots. In, in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh in December. December. Belichick's good in December. I'll go lost. Nope. You don't get this weekend. Hey, but we do. High five. High five. <laughs> All right. Going to Indianapolis to play the Colts. <laughs> you better not have no mayonnaise That's or coffee trap. with you. That's a trap game. Indianapolis. You better not have no mayonnaise or coffee with you. What does that mean? He plays for Tennessee. Oh, yeah. You're right. That's Anthony Richardson. Oh, that's Anthony Richardson. Yeah. I'll go win. Won there last year. I'll go win. Jonathan Taylor be hurt by then. Yeah, probably. All right. More traded. Now, at home against the Bengals. Lost. So we're looking at eight and eight. We're looking eight at eight nine. Actually, no, we're we're nine, nine and six. six right now. It'll be eight and nine by the time we're done. All right, at Seattle <laughs> a week after. At Seattle, lost. Gino, baby. Come back clearly. Eugene, baby. That's his real name. And then finishing the season in Baltimore. Win. We normally split Baltimore, so I'll go win. In so, Baltimore, that's bold. Just we'll know sure. that right now, looking at this schedule, ten and seven, huh? Ten and seven is hey. the Steelers' record. Realistic. There we Ma- go. Matching the Buffalo Bills. Yep. So what we're saying is the Dolphins going to have the best record this year. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I'm saying that we're all going to have at least the same record or even worse. <laughs> that means all of I'm us. Take words out of my mouth. All of us are before. As long as I'm better than nine and seven, like we were last year, nine and eight, whatever the fucking Dolphins. Nine and eight, yeah. I'll be all right. When you're pinned back. Damn, nice catch. Bro. Come on now. We're sports broadcast. All right. So that is our predictions for our teams. We got 10 and 7 Bills, 10 and 7 Steelers, and whatever the Unrealistic fuck they 14, 14 and 3. And three. Mine is all 14 and 3 over there. That's wild. That means, that means the Chiefs must be going 17 and 0. But this brings up the problem. Mm. Is there a problem in Buffalo for you go, them to go? You know what? You take it. You take it away. Go for it. Personally, I don't think there's a problem. I think there is. I 100 think there's a problem. In <laughs> I think there's a big problem. They're just the trying only, to cover if, it if up. There's only if there's any problem, it's the coaching problem. Sean McDermott is such a defensive minded coach. He don't give a fuck what's so going on on the offensive side. So he, is Mike Tomlin. He's the only problem. Problem start two years ago when he lost the Chiefs. Yeah, there were 13 seconds left. He's still That's waiting on that field. <laughs> Watching the celebration. You were 13 seconds away from making it to the Super Bowl, and then you lose the following year against the uh, Bengals, 27 to 10. Do you even make it a game? Yeah. So, and, and we all saw 
um, Stephon Diggs on the sideline. You know, pretty much yelling at Josh Allen because he can't couldn't throw him the ball. Quite frankly, I think it was after the fact that his girlfriend broke over them. But it, you know, it is what it is. Um, Stephon's Diggs girlfriend no, broke over uh, him? Josh Allen. I think that was the same week. But oh well, it's tough shit to be like no, that, bro. Listen, he got Haley Stein my my, my issue is that it's more so with Stephon because. They haven't really upgraded offensive line, and that's one of the most like concerning aspects of, of the Buffalo Bills. They got Connor McGovern, I think it is, in free agency. They drafted Osiris Ta- Torrance, who was who went to UL for a little bit before he transferred to Florida. Right. Um, Followed his coach. Correct, correct. Um, they got Dalton Kincaid, who was, um, I thought, one of the best tight I ends. Think, I think he was the best tight end in yeah, the draft. I think it was the best tight end in the draft. And then I think they got Latavius Murray, too, if I'm not mistaken. So the issue is not getting the help you know, in terms of maybe off because they'll spend money offensive line. They'll spend money on backup guards. They'll be they'll spend they'll spend money where it needs to be spent. The problem with them is that after Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis, you have no other wide receiver help. Maybe Isaiah McKenzie, maybe. But the reason that Stephon Diggs, I think he took a pay cut, is so for them to go out and get DeAndre Hopkins. And they haven't made no strides and no moves whatsoever to do that. And the thing is, is like your vertical threat, Gabe Davis, where was he half the fucking season? Exactly. Well, the thing, too, is Buffalo has been top five in scoring offense over the last, I mean, three, four years, maybe. Um, you know, Stephon Dix has finished in the top five among, among receivers and targets, receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns. So what else do you have besides him? People say, well, Gabe Davis. Well, where, like you said, where, where was he last year? Nowhere to be found. Um, Dawson Knox, who I think is he's okay, but he's not he's not a good tight end. Um, you have who's your backfield? Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, maybe before they Cook. traded him. Cook, yeah, um, that's just not going to work. Uh, they didn't address their defense o- over the course of, of free agency uh, when they lost Tremaine Evans to, to the Chicago Bears. Um, I think it's really brewing when it comes to the trouble um, in Buffalo. Is more so on the offensive side, but. Overall, they just haven't done enough to help the team get to where they need to be, and that's that's the reality of it. If they were to go out and get DeAndre Hopkins, they would be Super Bowl favorites right away. They just haven't done that, and until they do something like that, there will be problems. Not maybe not you know overall the entire team, but at least Stephon Diggs and the organization are going to have some type of problem. I would only have to say that the only problem is the coach, and I told you this. Last year it was the coach, McDermott. He he can't call a game to save his life. And I I I'll give it I give it to McDermott. It's like he's a very defensive minded coach and what really fucked them last year was the injury to Trey White, the injury to Micah yep. Hyde. And their defense is good. When they're on the field, they're good, but defense doesn't put up points. And uh what's his name? What was the other one? Hyde and um Poyer? Hoyer Poyer. Are they are they Brian, coming back? No, uh Poyer. Um, I think Poyer was a free agent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, I mean, obviously Trey Trey White is going to be a Buffalo Bill for life, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Another, I mean, they did they did they did sign Ed Oliver to an extension, so I give not, him that. But not to say that this is a reason, but I mean, after the Jets game in in New York last year, when, yeah, I know you're talking about. Allen got hurt, quote unquote, and had to basically change his throwing style so he wouldn't keep hurting, right. hurting himself. I mean, and I told you this after yeah. that game. I said, if there's a reason we're not making it to the Super Bowl, that would be the reason because because of his arm and, I, his, and his interception ratio went up after that, like, and, the, and his stubbornness to not want to to get that fixed. Well, yes, I, I do agree with that, but then also the the flip side of that is 
then you're supposed to take care of the ball a little bit more knowing that you're injured. Mm-hmm. But for him, it was like, let's let it fly. And maybe that's from Leslie Frazier or whoever the offensive coordinator was for the Bills. But most of the time, what we watched, at, even after that game, it was long ball, long ball, long ball. And that's mm-hmm. where we saw most of the interceptions come from. And another thing. So, like I said, I, I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying the flip side of that is, okay, then why are we not progressing towards more of a run conservative game? or run game, but also maybe not as aggressive passing game. We know Stephon Diggs is going to get 10 receptions for 100-plus yards a game. We know that's given. Well, that's another another problem for the Bills is that their running game last year was Jared Cook, who fumbled every other every other carry. James Cook. Or James Cook, who ever fumbled every other carry. Mm-hmm. And then 5'9", Devin Singletary. Who <laughs> getting two yards per carry. Who would either drown in the snow or – Never make it out of the backfield. Yeah, sure. So yeah. they didn't also upgrade that. They're just hoping that James Cook does better this year. And I just want—I just want to say this, put this as a point out there. James Cook—I mean, not James Cook. Devin Singletary and Ezekiel Elliott's stats were damn near the same. So if you watched Ezekiel Elliott average two point three yards a fucking carry, that was Devin Singletary too. And there was, there was nobody he was really sharing the backfield with except James Cook. And they didn't really want to put it in James Cook's hands because he was fumbling. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you look at that as, like, teams going there. These are professional sports teams, man. They're going in there knowing you can't run. So, they're going to guard the pass. Yeah. So, they well, play the pass, especially. And then, like you said, after after his injury, he they just kept passing it further and further. Right. So, then you know for a fact, okay. They're just going to pass it. They're not running. We could lay off the run defense and just keep dropping more and more people back, and then he has less time and less places to throw it. Yeah, and I think that's one thing, too, is that a lot of hate was 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 put upon the offensive line, too. But the thing with that is if you know that you're not able to run the ball effectively and you know that you're going to have to pass it, well, more than likely you're going to either have an empty backfield or you're going to have a running back that's going to be swinging out. So what you're able to do is then you're able to blitz or you're able to rush five and then blitz an extra man. So that's why they were ineffective at, sometimes when it came to the passing is because they, 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 they knew that Buffalo wasn't running the ball. So what they did was they just sent an extra guy that they couldn't block. Mm-hmm. So what this is all boiling down to is, in my opinion – Head coach, because there was many times last year I watched, and I know this this has very little to do with him, but just how he calls a game, whether it's the play calling, or the timeouts in the first quarter with thirteen second or thirteen minutes left in the game, and we're just calling a random timeout because he sees something in the defense, and then that play still gets run. And we would have gotten five yards when we need it four. That yeah. pisses me off more than anything. Is that he will call timeouts, and then come crunch time, come end of the second quarter, need a timeout, yeah. don't have it. Sure, sure. End of the fourth quarter, need a timeout, don't got it. Could set up Tyler Bass. Too bad. We're out of fucking timeouts because you called timeout three, 13 minutes into the third quarter. Yeah. Because you saw something in the defense that discomfort you. Yeah. Um, and I think, too, is... Josh Allen just trying to be Superman. I think we've seen that so many times where the only one really that can be Superman is Patrick Mahomes because he has Andy Reid. They don't have an Andy Reid in Buffalo. They just don't. So he's trying to do more than what he's being asked. You know, maybe that's because he has no weapons. I don't really know. But most of that is because he he's trying to be that Patrick Mahomes, but he just can't be. Look, Patrick Mahomes is one in a generation. Like, for real, you will never see Patrick Mahomes until Patrick Mahomes is gone. 
you can't be him. You can only be your own game. Right. And that's what Josh Allen needs to figure out, is that his game is throwing a deep ball 80 yards and the next play running the next 20 in. Yep. Because so, Lord knows they ain't got a running back. No, <laughs> he is the running back. He led the team, I'm pretty sure, last year, or damn near ran for just as much as either running back did. So, obviously, you need to figure out the running problem. You need to figure out the head coaching problem. That's like a trend in New York, just having bad <laughs> coaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Nothing to say about that. But, so yes, there are problems. Also, I think it got way overblown, by the way. Another thing that Sean McDermott did, saying, oh, it's very concerning. That Sh- No, it's not. <laughs> he missed a day of training camp. The first day. Yeah. Let's simmer down before we call it a very concerning. That's like my, my uh, pilot telling us we're going through some, Tur- some rough turbulence. Buckle up. In the air. <laughs> Buckle up. Like, like we need to calm down on this whole nonsense. I mean, if he if he wants, there's definitely room to play in a warmer climate. No, there isn't. <laughs> no, I ain't got no money. <laughs> trying to get rid of. T- wow, we believe in Tua so much, but we're trying to get rid of him now. How about that? I'm no, not he's talking to, about. No. He's probably talking about digs. I'm trying. To I'm talking about digs. So we get Tyreek. Fuck no. All right. he'll, take a pay, he'll take a pay cut to to play on a superior no, team like that. No, he wouldn't. They're not superior. <laughs> Move on. If there's any team he hates, it's Miami. So, definitely. No, I guarantee he hates the Chiefs more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's still standing on He's the field. He's still standing on the field, bro. <laughs> Gotta have a cramp or something. It's getting hot out there. I think they Somebody have, like, concerts on there. I don't know what they do when he's out there. They just go around him? I guess they so. They just build a stage around him. <laughs> I'm saying, like, so. what happens whenever they, the Chiefs are actually playing? Are they just asking him to move to the side or they nah, just throw it over him? He's like a bird. No, you just, know that level on the gauntlet on Madden when you got to run through the media <laughs> team? Yeah. That's all they do with him. Or he's just like an official, an unofficial yeah. official, where he's still part of the field. <laughs> sure. But now, it's enough about football, because now we move on to our our NBA Finals champions, the Denver Nuggets. Someone that Dave can't stand. Bro, fuck the Nuggets. I want to start off with that. Second is... Jokic, okay, this is what I got to say about Jokic. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he he's like got to be fucking milking his horses or something to get that form of shooting like from behind his head. Like what are you doing? That'd be a weird way. So I just want to I just want to run through, you know, grand the Nuggets beat the Lakers and whatever. They ain't doing it again. I mean, no sweep. Fuck them. Uh, oh, didn't they sweep them or no? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I want to for, you know, for yeah, for I want to uh, greatest player on the planet. Yeah, my ass. Huh? Greatest player ever, not on my the planet. Hmm. Um, my ass. What a bounce back for Jamal Murray. Granted, last time he was in the playoffs, he fucking tore his ACL. So you know, I was I was proud to see him. You know, actually contributing to the team. Dude, the, the games I watched, he could not miss. Yeah, he couldn't miss. Um, the thing about the Nuggets is if it if it's not one of the big three, being Aaron Gordon. Um, Jokic or Jamal Murray, the bench is gonna kill you. And KCP got a fucking championship without LeBron. That's kind of crazy. Contavious Caldwell Pope. Last time he was on the Caldwell. championship, the last time he was on the championship the stage was in the bubble, and he let his son hit the liquor. Mm. That was Rajon. Oh, that was that was Rajon. Mm-hmm. But Contavious Caldwell Pope is will always for and forever be a bench player, in my opinion. Especially now in his career. 
Granted, he's not bad at it. I think he's better off the bench than what, he is in a starting what, role. What, what are you trying to say right now? I'm not saying nothing. I'm just giving my points. He's, he's, he's really trying to downplay this change. I'm just giving yeah, my points. He is. Uh, what the hell? Another, okay, so I'm going to run through Jokic's averages in the finals. So he averaged 30.2 points, 14 rebounds, 7.2 assists, and 1.4 steals. Damn. Great stat line. Damn. Um, as MVP The last line. thing I want to leave y'all with is how much more patient is Jimmy Butler? Being so close, but yet so far from two rings. We, I don't know if we we talked about this. We, we've already seen what Jimmy's ceiling is. There's nothing much more he can do. I mean, unless they go out and they get another suit. Bam Adebayo was not him, so they got to trade him. Tyler Hero didn't play in, throughout the entire playoffs. They have to get rid of him. Duncan Robinson, who they signed to like a $55 million contract extension last year, they got to get rid of him. There's, they don't even fucking start. Yeah, like, like they, they have to just clean house. I know Jimmy's not going to want that, but that's what they got to do. They have to go out and they have to get a Damian Lillard. They got to go out and get James Harden. They just Realistically, have to. I think that's the only way he's going to win a ring. Is yeah, with no, Dame. He is. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that. I love how you're trying to downplay this, this championship, by the way. I'm not. It's a championship. No, I can't downplay the bubble championship, so I can't downplay this how, championship. How, how can you not downplay the bubble championship? Because it's a championship. Oh, yeah. Without, oh, you know what? We're not even going to go there. We're not gonna, this, we, we could spend an hour talking about that, but you know what? It, it's fine. I don't have See, an hour. I'm just glad you didn't say that it was the easiest championship ever won because they were first place, so they... They had the highest expectations, and they had to live live throughout the postseason with that, and they lived up to the I expectations. Mean, they earned they earned to have an easy easy way through the playoffs. Good job for them. Just I thought that was not, where, I thought that was where the argument was eventually. They're not go. what say it. You want to win another one? No, they 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 might. They're not. If, they're not if about Michael Porter can learn to pass the ball, so, I'll bet my soul the Nuggets are not about a two P. So 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 here's my thing. don't do that. The Denver Nuggets won, won the NBA championship. Can't remember what it was. It feels like it was forever ago, but it was the first one. I think it was in 1976. It was the last time the Nuggets actually snipped the championship. So to your point, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, um, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Jeff Green. Those guys are just ridiculous. I mean, Jokic. I think he had like uh, if I'm looking at the stats, he posted. Throughout the entire uh, postseason, by the way, 10 triple doubles to pass Will Chamberlain for the most all-time in a single playoff run. Not to mention that particular game against the Heat, I'm almost positive, he had uh, 28 points, I believe it was, and 16 rebounds. Jokic, I don't understand. He's just so good. And yet, it seems like he just doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck about like, basketball. Just, Dude, he does not care day, about basketball at I don't, all. I, I don't know if anyone listens so, to this. Oh, I got to go home to go to my horses. I was yes. I don't know if anyone. The parade? I, I, the parade? I, I don't know oh, if anyone shit. saw that. They literally asked him after it, "How does it feel to to be an NBA champion?" He said, "Feels good. Job's done." What? What? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> not crying at all. What does that mean? Yeah. And I then, got to go home to my horses. And then in the postgame press conference, goes. I'm so glad we won the championship, whatever. And they go, you know what you're going to do for the parade? And he, goes, he goes, when is the parade? Like I said, when is the parade? Thursday. <sighs> like, dude, he loses the MVP trophy. But I don't know if anybody else saw that. He lost the MVP trophy. Yeah. He left it in the equipment room. And then the next day or whatever it was, he just, they, they lost it apparently. He does not care. And he's at, his shooting form, if I had that shooting form and I was like, if, if I could have that and be in the NBA, I would do that 10 times out of 10. Like, that's the most ridiculous shot form I've ever seen in my life. I'm watching From the, behind I'm, his head. I'm, How I'm, the fuck are you I'm supposed wa- to guard him? I'm watching the Miami Heat, the, the, the series or whatever. I don't know what game it was. It's like three seconds left on the shot clock. He just goes, well, I'm just going to throw it up and see what happens. Behind his head, it makes a three-pointer. I am like, how is this even possible? Dude, I've seen so many interviews of people saying, how do you guard him? And they're like, man... 
He pisses me off trying to guard him. Bro, like, I, I remember watching when they were playing the Lakers and Anthony Davis couldn't do nothing but just laugh. Like, like, like there in and the crazy part is too, it's not Jamal Murray leading the, the transition offense. It's the center leading the transition <laughs> offense. What the what the <laughs> That's on? the most 2K my career shit I'm I've ever you, seen. It's like bro. Dave scoring 94 Kevin Durant. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sub out, no, you don't make it. That's what I'm gonna make it. I mean, but the the thing that stood out to me the most is that Michael Porter Jr. stepped up when he needed to. Um, Jamal Murray could not miss. Um, I don't I don't know what was going on. Maybe he was, you know, maybe what happened in the bubble. He was getting, you know, I don't know if anybody remembers that story of what happened whenever he was in the bubble. But he was um, doing some stuff um, behind closed doors. What was he doing? Um, I don't, I'm not going to say it on there. But you, uh-huh. you, you, you can connect the dots if you want. Um, I don't know what was going on, but, you know, he, he was doing some, some type of stuff back there. Um, but, but. You know, what What I saw from them was the team that was the number one overall seed. Someone that should have been the MVP and wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, that's our, our special gift. Oh, my goodness. That's what I got to say about the Nuggets championship. <laughs> <laughs> We've been on Nuggets championship. I've been, never mind, I'm not going to say it. But um, I, don't, don't play downplay this because they had the level of expectation to be the number one seed and win it all, and they did. So, just stop. Stop downplaying it. I know you don't like him. Just stop. Oh, my God. I mean, again, we're talking about the same guy who is a team first player. Doesn't care about basketball. I got to go home to my horse. I got to go home to my horses. My favorite part is at the parade. He's, he said, I'm sorry what I said about parade. I fucking love parades. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most PR thing I've ever heard in my life. Also, their coach is crazy. Besides fuck, John Morant. Right? Yeah, I don't. I don't like Mike Malone either. Dude, their coach is so cringy, bro. That's. You see, he got a tattoo. Did of, he get a tattoo? He got a tattoo of their mascot holding the championship. Oh my god, and their mascot's so fucking ugly, bro. Not not their new one too, their old one, and that's what's even worse. Oh, my it's god. ugly. It's an ugly tattoo, and he's just he's cringe, man. I don't. I don't like it. He made me. He made me. He made me like, curl up. In a sadness ball. But now we got to talk about Zion Williamson. <laughs> can I go first? Go, you, Please. you can have yeah, it. Actually, this, this you whole, can have it. This whole I thing have nothing to you. say about it. This is all you, Dave. This okay. is all for you. Just run through the shit that Zion's been through. Are you going through the timeline right now? A little bit. Okay, go for it. So Zion went from over his weight clause in his contract. So he couldn't be over 295 pounds. Right. And he went over that, and they tried to fucking say it was an injury or something. But realistically, he couldn't play because of his contract, and he was overweight. Um, then it went to an actual hamstring injury. Then it went to getting more porn stars. Then oh, Lord. it went to having a kid with his main chick while dealing with porn stars. And in my opinion, the Pelicans need to give up this dream. Only playing 114 games in his in his professional career. 24 and 19 through 20, 61 and 20, 20 through 21, and 29 and 22 through 23. So my question is, is he's getting paid all this money being a number one overall draft pick. Is it really worth it? This man is just drinking daiquiris, eating beignets, and then messing with the wrong females. Drinking daiquiris. And us being in Louisiana, there's plenty of all that to go around. Sure, sure. So... It's just the wrong situation. Use them as trade revenue. You already lost Jackson Hayes. Yep, he's a Laker. Or yeah, he? a Laker. he's a Laker. Um, who, who? Who knows? I mean, Jackson Hayes. Y'all got. Oh, yeah, he is, yeah. Y'all got this far without him. Why do you really need to pay him just to sit on the bench and deal with baby mama drama? Baby mama drama. Okay. 
That's I mean, all I really have to say about Zion. You, you want to talk about uh, her tweets before she got suspended off of Twitter? Yeah, just simply exposing the man. If he had dealings with you, coming from okay, fuck what fuck what second take gotta say about it, and and sports wise, just coming from a man in general. If you dealing with a certain female, oh here we go, and she just goes on social media to expose you, there had to be, there had to be some red flags before it got to that point, <laughs> and you just fucking ignored them. So, right Zion, the advice I have to give to you if you are listening, just please pick the best female next time. Because, obviously, <laughs> you're you're dealing with all, multiple females while you have a kid on the way. <laughs> so, just next time, wherever your next destination is, just deal with the right ones. Just deal with the right ones. <laughs> this is the same lady that uh, tattooed his name. His on. name on her fucking face. I saw that, dude. Like that, That's just crazy. And he I think she posted a picture of a pregnancy test and said that she was like pregnant with this child. I'm like, okay, like not now this is getting I need out a of girl hand. to ride for me like that. Nah, no, Steve, no, Stephen A. Don't. Smith said this girl's crazy. That girl <laughs> he got I just wanna say I just want a girl to tap my name on her she face. Crazy. Tap my name on your face, babe. You know what so I, mean? I know it's real. This girl's crazy. Tap my name on your face, babe, so I know it's real. No, no, no. Bad advice. Bad just put advice. Luca across your forehead so I know what my property is. All right, to the Move next on. topic. The Suns acquiring Bradley <laughs> <You're> Bill in <laughs> a not. multi-team trade. Anyone want this topic that's not named Dave Long? <laughs> sure, why not? Um, don't buy it. Don't buy the hype. There's there's nothing good about this. I'm not behind it. There's 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 been nothing about the Suns in the last two to three years that makes this move any any sense. I don't think it's any better than Chris Paul. The, well, the thing too is the. Th- what they've lacked over the last however many so years is depth. You know, with Cam Johnson, with Mikael Bridges. Champagne. Um, like, they have lacked depth in so many ways, and they just gave up all that for Bradley Beal, who I think is a great player. But you're, you're not giving up that type of that, – that, that type of trade package should not have happened for someone like him. Let me just read you what the Suns got. Or, let, me, let me read you the trade. The Suns got Bradley Beal, Jordan Goodwin, and Isaiah Todd. Don't know the last two, so they probably waived them. The Wizards got Chris Paul, Landry Shaman, who I thought was a good role player off the bench. I'm not even going to say his name. It's a first round, or it was a, the number seven pick via the Pacers. A 2024 first round pick swap, 2024 second, 25 second, 26 first, 26 second, 27 second, 28 first round, 28 second round, 30 first round, and a 30 second. They gave up. About five years worth of, of draft picks, first and second round draft picks for Bradley Beal. And I the didn't pay- even think you could go that far in the future. And then the Pacers got Jarris Walker and a future second round pick from both of them. The thing that really makes me upset about this is that the Suns have done nothing that have indicated they're a championship team. They got Kevin Durant, whoop de doo. He didn't do nothing in, in, last year when they got him. He got hurt. They got Devin Booker. DeAndre Ayton's probably out of there. Bradley Beal. Great. Where do you go from there? Who's on the bench? Like, there's there's nothing good about this trade. And like a lot of people are saying, well, this is the next big three. Yeah, they might be a big three, but they for the got, first three games for the first, they don't have nobody on the bench to come after them. You know, and 
the Suns just continuously show me that they are so in a like such a bad place as an organization that those two wins that they 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 were two wins away from winning the championship and they have done so much to try to get back to that place. They're never going to get back there, especially trading for these players. Great players, but Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and when you've given up five to six years of first round picks and and the depth that you once had, that's ridiculous. That. See, and I'm 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 bigger on the depth than I am the draft picks because as we've seen in the NBA, top draft picks don't really mean shit. They really don't. They like, don't mean shit. So it's just the hype behind them. But other than that, man, it's it's the depth because player these players are human. They're gonna get tired at some point. So who the fuck are you gonna have going in the game? I've seen that as a Lakers fan. I've seen everybody seen they've seen that as Pelicans fans. Yeah. Everybody knows what happens when you don't have a bench. You'll go up 20 points with your starters in. You'll take them out. You'll go down 30. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's like, it's, it's a repetitive process. And it's just something that NBA GMs just seemingly don't understand. And the ones that do win. And the so. ones that do win. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Um, or you have a generational talent on your team. Not saying that Bradley Beal is a bad player. No, I think he's that, a great shooter. That's, and that's something we can all agree with. Bradley yeah. Beal is not a bad player. No. If not, in fact... He is one of the better players in his position right Correct. now. Correct. However, you have just stacked your team with four players. That's it. You have four off you have four starters and when they're out, they're I have out no idea who they come off the I have no idea who comes off the bench now. Me either. The Suns, I know nobody on the Suns. Like bench. campaign who was there. Gone. I'm, I'm gone. Uh Michael Cam gone. Johnson. Cam Michael Johnson Bridges, gone. He averaged like like twenty plus points a game, like I, I, with with Brooklyn, with and they Brooklyn. just signed an extension with them. Like, why are we giving that up, dude? For Kevin Durant, who hasn't won a championship since leaving, like Steph Curry, like come on, like so, let's let's be realistic. So yes, I think y'all are gonna win twenty games because of that that those four players. Yeah, but you might lose fifteen to also twenty games whenever they're just gonna be tired. And don't let y'all get to the playoffs because y'all are really gonna shit out. Y'all are gonna just fizzle out in the playoffs with no bench. Now, granted, the trade deadline ends what halfway through the season, mm-hmm. so I mean you got time to make moves, but with what assets? I mean, Aiden is their they're That's probably it. the trade block right now. If you're not getting three players for Aiden, it's not even worth it giving them up. And look, we could be swallowing our words right now, twenty thirty games into the next season, and their bench could just be doing some steroids behind the scenes <laughs> kind of work. And they could just be shooting nonstop for 18 hours a day. That's not happening. When those four players are out, like you said, you're going to be up 20, and they're going to have to come back in the fourth quarter. Right. So it's great that he's on a, on a good organization now. Or I say good organization. He's on a better team than he was when he, with the Wizards. And let's not forget, this is a brand-new coach. They fired Monty Williams last year. I forgot about that. Who even is the coach? That's a good question. I think, no, I think it's Amudoka. Oh, the one that the one that the got Celtics. fired with the Celtics, yeah. yeah, fucking his his coworkers, but yeah. but yeah, I I don't see him making it very far in the playoffs. Playoffs are definitely in the picture for them, right? Far, not very much. Um, but now we switch it up once again for basketball to baseball, and not MLB baseball, college baseball, LSU being on top. Did I skip some? Mm, no, you're good. Uh, no, you're good. See, I'm, I'm, known, for so sk- <laughs> I'm known for skipping. So I'll just make sure you, you looked at it a little funny. Mm-mm. So the Tigers being back on top of the college baseball scene. Tyler, you were 
you weren't. I won't say you were the most skeptical about this, but you were definitely no, you the hardest. You were definitely the hardest. <laughs> no, you he can was say definitely it. the you, most you can skeptical. Say it. You can say he it. Definitely. I, I d- look. Here was the thing going into the season, and I'm, I'm sure Jacob probably said the same thing: mm-hmm. is that you have Paul Skeens. You, you didn't know Paul Skeens was going to be Paul Skeens, so no. let's, let's let's throw that out the window. Yeah, Dylan Cruz. Okay, you the, did know Dylan Cruz. You know what Tommy Tanks gave you. You know you, you know what these these incoming you know transfer portal players gave you. The expectation was Omaha or bust. And when they gave up, I can't remember how much of, of, of a difference it was, but when they lost to Mississippi State at home, a team that didn't even make the NCAA tournament, didn't even make the SEC tournament, that's where my concerns rose. Because you have Paul Skeens, who's lights out. After that, Ty Floyd, who I, I, I think is really good, he gives up too many home runs. That's the only down part about it. And then, the la- and then on the Sunday rotation, you don't know who you're getting. You don't know if you're getting Thatcher Hurd. You don't know if you're getting, dang, I hope not, Christian Little. You don't know who the hell is going to pitch game three. And that was my biggest concern. Now, going into the Kentucky series, you know, of the Super Regionals with Paul Skeens, don't, like that's where my level of expectation rose because you can't not make it to at least Omaha. Okay, and they make it Omaha great. Now it is we got to win at least a few games. Like we can't come out here and lose 0 2. We can't, go, we can't be Stanford and lose two games, you know. That's, we have, uh, by the way, that's two years Two years in a row. So, the first game, Tennessee, I was really worried about that because Tennessee, you know, hate Tennessee as, you know, as, much, as, they, as much as I do. But I just hate their coach more than anybody I re- Yeah, in the world. and that, that's where I was going. It's, it's Tony Vitello just really pisses me off, but I knew, I knew that they were a good team. Okay, so I got the, to tell them that. There you go, yeah, there you 20 go. 20 feet away from them. So, my thing was, <laughs> Paul Skeens is going, I'm not worried about that. Okay, you win 5-2 to two or 6-2, to whatever it was that they actually win. Okay, great. The next game worried me the most because it's Wake Forest, who's the number one team in the country with Ty Floyd, who gives up the most home runs. And they were the number one team when it came to home. I think it was either one or two when it came to home runs hit. Ty Floyd mowed them down, six innings, up two to nothing. Had it not been for the umpire shrinking his strike zone, they probably would have won that game. But ended up losing the oh, game. And that shit was so horrible. Bro. Yeah. So worse look, at the field, trust me. Dude, and, and look, I, I know a lot of people, their, their, their scape is, hey, the umpire was terrible. He was bad he was really bad really bad bro. like maybe the first five innings for both sides it was even when it came to the sixth inning he shrunk his strike zone for lsu so much when it came to wake force he opened it up i told i told jacob this at the game i said jacob honest to god if i'm a hitter for lsu right now first pitch that's thrown called strike i'm just assuming that's where his strike zone is i know yeah at. yeah and, and and that was thing too was like Okay, we get a great start out of Ty Floyd, but like, who do we go after that? Like, he, he, you can't do much more than put it on the T form kind of thing. So they lose that game. That's where I text in the group message. Game over. Like they're done. They don't have anybody else. They don't have you know Thatcher Heard that they can put out there for you know six or seven innings that'll you know get where, where are we going to go from here? The I mean, next day, at they this play, point, Riley Cooper has already pitched you know six correct six, yep. five or six innings. And the the worst part is the offense was not there. They just weren't there. So the next game, the very next day, they came playing Tennessee. Nate Hackenhausen starts. All right. So I was very high on. I've been he, high, I've been high on Alcahausen since the regionals. He pitched well throughout the year. The problem was he was hurt majority of SEC play. So we didn't get to see him face Tennessee, Arkansas, those kind of teams. So Ackenhausen started against Tennessee. Let's see what we got. He goes six, seven innings, something like that. I'm like, all right, all right, we got a shot. So we win that game. Wake Forest is the next day. You don't have Ty Floyd. Got to be. You don't have pa- twice. You don't have Paul Skeens. You got to beat them twice. You don't have Thatcher Hurt because he pitched. I think the first game they played against Wake Forest. Who are you gonna pitch? Well, we first started Jamin Coleman. That was a disaster. Put in Blake Money. That was a disaster. 
all we need to do is win one to get to Paul. And then Griffin Harry comes in and absolutely mows him down. And then Cooper comes in and shuts My the door. Boy. So Big get, boy Cooper. So at that point, I'm like, all right, I don't want to get too excited. Not to mention the clutch hitting and extras. I'm pretty Correct. sure that was game, uh, game one. No, yeah, Beloso with a three-run bomb in, I think, the third inning or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So clutch hitting all around. This is where I didn't want to get too high, too too much on it because if we would have came back and then lost, I'd have felt like just so so bad. So Paul Skeens on the mound, four days rest. First pitch is like a hundred something miles an hour. I'm like, all right, we're good. We're, we'll one be of, fine. One of the greatest pitching matchups I've ever Red, seen. Red Louder throwing 88 miles an hour, and that's not being a hit. It pissed me off, but it was awesome to see no, the pitching hit go back and forth. He is he's a dog. Watched and, him, watching him live. Yeah, he's a dog. So going through that game and watching the at bats they took, it was like, we're we're not gonna win this. As much as you two probably will allude this to, Tommy Tanks with the walk home run. Mm-hmm. The play of the game and the play of the entire World Series will forever be Trey Morgan on first and third. As a former first baseman, I cannot make that play. I'm not even If you would have gave me 10 Running tries, up, I would have gotten zero of those attempts. Running up on a bunt, tossing Trey, it to the catcher. And also, not to mention, he was Shit. in the wrong coverage, by the way. I think the coverage was like cover five or what, cover zero, whatever it was. And he it was supposed to be Paul covering the the first base side and the time was going to crash on the third he just went so him making that play was even better but the play of the entire world series is trey morgan and the fact that we were able to make it to the the college world series finals like all right now we're here this is where we expected to be now we don't have paul skiing so we got tied for it let's see what happens Strikes out seventeen. Didn't didn't didn't, <laughs> didn't, 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 didn't think that was possible. Me. <laughs> Strikes out seventeen. Oh oh let let's not understate Florida. Florida, yeah, the the fourth fourth second team in the country, second seed, who had someone Number who hit thirty one home correct and thirty one home runs. Show uh, Jack Jack Tony uh, right. one more time. I would have lost my mind. Yeah, but, Jack, you know, um, so down i think it was three to two tommy hits the 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 home run and then up three three um so it's three to three whatever you know we're not scoring I'm like if we lose it that's gonna be a repeat of 17 we lose first game because josh Smith gets thrown out of second base and then we're gonna get blown out in the second game but somehow Cade beloso the man comes through big gumbo big babe. gumbo comes through in the clutch and gets us game one all right Next game, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. That was bad. And that was really bad. It was a football score. So, like, well, that's as far as we'll go. Yeah. The next. You know what? How about this? Mm-hmm. LSU scored four. Florida scored more. A lot, a lot more. Yeah. So then game three, and I'm sure you were all watching more. that. I was probably the, probably the most active. Okay, shut up. I was the most active in the group message because I, I I've been waiting since 09. I remember back in 09 watching Jared Mitchell, Ryan Shimp, Mikey Matsu. Mikey Matsu. I mean, DJ LeMahieu, Austin Nola, um, Matty Ott, Lewis Coleman. Like, Michael, like, there's the memories of that. Like, it, it brought me back to, like, man, I just want this championship. I really want it. So, first inning, Beloso gets hit. All right. We're good. Strikes out, I think, the next three. I'm like, oh, damn. This might <laughs> not be good. Fuck. That's your This guy's wilding for the hottest hitter. Shohei Otani is kind of lit right now. The hottest hitter in all of college uh, sports, and Wyatt Langford hits a home run, two run bomb. I'm like, oh shit, this ain't gonna be good. Two nothing, this ain't gonna be good. And then we just kept look, look, pushing. I'm gonna tell you yeah. at work. So I had work from, I had work basically through one through the eighth inning. Mm-hmm. I got home and it was the eighth inning. I was getting updates from my manager. I would ask my manager every now and again to show me like or just tell me the score. Mm-hmm. And so, first thing he ever told me was, LSU's down 2 nothing. first inning. I was like, 
So I'm, I'm texting my brother the entire time. I'm like, we're done. Like second inning, I said it's over. Or first inning, whatever. I'm like, there's, because <laughs> like there's just no way. Like if we give up a two run home run to him, it's just gonna you know carry the offense. We're not gonna score because we just haven't been doing that. Whatever. So then the next inning, I can't remember who got on first, but you know we're gonna win when Jordan Thompson, who was two for thirty, and someone I criticized the entire like go, you God, go back. Bro, to, he made you me can so go back, fucking you nervous. Can go back bro. Message, we all we all criticized we all. him. Coming through the clutch with a base hit, we I knew someone was gonna happen, and someone's gonna be good if he got a base hit, and somehow he came through. So I'm I'm happy that they won. I'm I'm very at peace now that they won. The way that they won was amazing, since we didn't have to use schemes, which I would kind of want to see I, him one time. I just, dude, I, I wanted oh, to see him just, just for just, one pitch, I, I, man. I, I, That's I wanted, all I wanted. I, I wanted it to be like a. I wanted a to seven to five game and like oh we got and all of a sudden you see you know just Paul Skeens the trying not to I really 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 wanted a Shohei moment right I there. I did yeah. So Where you just call him into the bullpen and say hey we need one inning out and that I was I was like but like it was so fitting that we couldn't score the entire the entire time at Omaha and then we put up eighteen runs in the last game like that just doesn't happen. That was such a get back for game two, bro. Yeah, it was such a get back and it made me so happy. I just wanted them to win twenty four to four. It thought it made me so happy. <laughs> we all wanted that. I remember we were all just like, we need twenty four, need twenty four. Just removed from that and the emotions and like just everything. I was like, I was hard on them. And y'all, I've texted the group messages and numerous times. You could probably go back to the, the messages I that I had. I did call. And I remind you, in game three, Dylan Cruz hitting the home run at the top of the ninth. And right. you go back. I, I, I all, he said was, all he said was Cruz missile. And then like 10 minutes later, Cruz just sent that bitch I'm over the wall. And what game was that? Game three. Game three yeah, is the last Tennessee. game. So, okay, that was against Tennessee? Tennessee, yeah. Yeah, I was at the game. Yeah, you were, yeah, you were at game. You got for all three games besides Wake Forest. I was, at, um, I was Forest. at all of the games except for the series against Wake Forest and obviously yeah. the now, And then the last thing I'll say is what an absolute honor it was. To have Dylan Cruz here for three years and to watch Paul Skeens for a year. It's been a blessing. That's all I got to say about it. He was only there for, nine, for what, eight to nine months? Yeah, pretty much. He he committed July 23rd of last year, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And that so dude, less, than a, less than a year. That dude's a dog. Dude, yeah, he's a fucking animal. The Pirates going to blow it. They're going to draft Max Clark <laughs> just to save money. <laughs> You know, money. Who, you know who they needed? You know who needs to draft them? The Rockies. The, the Rockies. fucking Rockies. The Rockies Bro, might get. If the, Rockies, the Rockies are going to get Dolander. I think they're going to get Chase If Dolander. the Rockies draft any LSU player, I'm buying a jersey. I mark, mark my words. I don't care who it is. 100% with you. I don't care who it is. I'll do it too. But I want to. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to run kidding. through. I want to run through my experience at the champion for the championship game for LSU. Just, so, off, just game three? Yeah, just game three. All right. Man, before that game started, I was like, bro, I got a bad feeling about this. Like, they're going to blow the last game. I went to a racetrack right here by my house in Baton Rouge, and all I seen was just people with LSU shit on. They're not even playing in Baton Rouge. Just people with LSU shit on. So, you know what? I'm buying a 24-pack, and I'm going to kill a beer for every hit they have. You, How are you still alive? At the end of the game, how are you LSU still alive? had 23 <laughs> hits. And I... <laughs> And I could not stop running into my couch in the living room, bro. I kept on tripping over it, trying to get to my car to go out to Fred's. To Fred's and Tigerland. Dude, when I see the first five hits, I'm like, damn, this shit's going good. I'm drunk. (laughs) The end of the game, they had 23 hits. And 
bro, it was fucking insane. I killed a whole pack of Michelob Ultra watching this game. And I kid you not, bro, it took me, it was so hard to try to get out the house just to get to my car in the driveway. I was like, you know what? It's best I don't get behind the wheel. I was about to say, for legal purposes, if you got behind the wheel, we're not saying that you got behind the wheel. It's best I don't get behind the wheel. I woke up on the floor in my living room the next morning with my alarm going off ready to go to work. (laughs) Makes sense. And that's how the championship game went for me. That's all I want to really want to say about it. But uh, LSU, y'all did y'all shit. I went to the national championship celebration. It was amazing. Um, Hot as fuck. Watched people (laughs) pass out in line to get in there. Um, A couple of the players talked. I watched the, the banner. The, I watched them reveal the banner, the national championship banner. It was amazing. It was amazing. And I'm glad to be in Baton Rouge for it. And I, hopefully I can go to the national championship celebration in the fall for football. Hopefully. I'm telling you, it's it's year two, apparently, for coaches to win. So oh, it's um, it's amazing, bro. LSU, LSU's athletic just, director is getting that bag next year, bro. Getting that fucking bag. Another thing, kind of sidetracked from before I talk about uh, my game three experience. Brian Kelly, every second year, has brought his team to the college football playoffs. Perfect. Just bingo. Throwing Perfect. That out there. Bing bong. Perfect to catch me and my liver in for, the fucking grave. He's been <laughs> his first year in Notre Dame. He brought him to a small bowl, like he did mm-hmm. this year with LSU. Yeah. The next season, he brought him to the playoffs. Just, just a little. Little rainworm yeah. put cheese mm-hmm. in your brain. There we go. But uh, no, for my game three experience, it was at work. I got the update two nothing in the first. I thought Paul Skeens was on the mound, so I was pissed that he gave up two to, to Florida like that. Didn't know who was on the mound at that point. Bitch. Didn't that, even pitch him in the third game, man. Little did Didn't I know even. that the next update they told me, oh it's six two, oh seven two, and I was like. Seven to two. God like, damn, LSU getting their ass kicked. Like, what's happening? <laughs> I was like, how are we losing? And they're like, no, 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 LSU's up. I'm like, oh, okay. And then, dude, I had four people updating me. I was like, all right, this is way too many people telling me the score. Y'all going to jinx something at this point. They're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's 10 to two now. I'm like, 10 to 10? The team that just scored fucking four? by 20? <laughs> We're beating them by eight now? That's crazy. And then I get home as I'm leaving. I'm like, if y'all see me in the parking lot, that means they're losing, and I need to come back here because they were winning when I was here. And they're like, you can clog back on. I said, go fuck yourself. I'm just gonna sit in the parking <laughs> lot. Yeah. Thanks. And so I'm I'm at home. By the time I got home, it was like sixteen to two, and I was like, or sixteen to three, or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like this is the same team that lost twenty four to four. The day before literally lost by 20 run 20 runs the day before i'm like what what happened and then my dad's like oh yeah they gave a standing ovation to thompson i'm like i don't don't really care <laughs> how did 16 runs appear right there like what happened he's like oh yeah they did really well and then he showed me like the picture of <laughs> that's the, the most nonchalant jeff answer he I showed me like life. the picture of dylan cruz catching the fly uh, the jumping warning track i got a shirt coming oh when he that. fucking hit the wall I got dude a, I, got, I, got I thought he was really hurt coming. after that and i was like oh fuck he showed I me a fuck about malazzo he showed me the picture and he was <laughs> as like as long as dylan cruz God didn't get damn. he showed me the picture of that and i was like that didn't answer how there's 16 runs on the board that is cool how did <laughs> when did this happen? I got a shirt coming in with that too. And then Jacob was like, I walk into the media room and Jacob's watching and he goes, So I'm like, 
So you're not happy? He goes, no. He's about to cry. <laughs> no, nah, he's just he's trying to, to hold back all of his excitement. And Bro, so, I wasn't. I was the happy. one person out of all of us who called it from the beginning that LSU was going to be national champions. Yep. He's just like, nope. <laughs> he said, this is about to be the, the calmest I'll be during a national championship win. I'm like, okay, dude. Cool. I was electric for every run. I didn't give a fuck if it was 16 to 2. I didn't give a fuck, bro. I was electric during every run. I was just texting y'all that I wanted more runs. More. I wanted 24. I wanted 24 bad. I know. Just because I would have been, been a beautiful answer to losing 24 to 4. That would have been amazing. 24 to 4 win. That would have been amazing. But other than that, <sighs> I just have to go over a couple experiences that I went. Oh, yeah. The team, I mean... The team with the number one and number two draft prospect, that just says enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, on the same college team, yep. that's crazy. And I think they said, like, the last time that happened was, like, 1980, like, 80-something, like, 1987 or some shit. It. That was amazing. So. Greatest bullpen in college baseball. Which was crazy, but, yeah. I would only have to say, from my experiences in Omaha this season, worst experience was definitely the heat. That was about it. That was about as bad as it got. It was just the heat. That was my worst experience at the championship celebration. I feel like I lost 20 pounds. Dude, every game was fun to watch. Every game was like, up until a certain point, it was a one-run game, a comeback in late innings. Like, until it got to the first LSU game where it was 6-3, it was one run. Every team came back in the eighth. Did you watch Oral Roberts? Yes. There was plenty of shirts, by the way, in the, like, I wouldn't call it, it's like a fan section. Mm-hmm. Can't stop oral. It can't stop oral was one. Can't beat oral was another. There was a couple, and then when Oral Roberts lost out, and they were done, I watched the guy put all the Oral Roberts shirts on the outside table and said, "Now they're half off." Like yelling, "Oral Roberts shirts half off, twenty dollars." <laughs> that Oral is Roberts the most shirts. like disrespectful. disrespectful. <laughs> he goes, "Oral Roberts shirts for twenty dollars." No, I'm not. Twenty dollars is not for oral. It is for oral Roberts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, this man knows there's kids around. But uh, I am a world record holder now. He is. Most, contributed. Mm-hmm. Contributed to the most jello shots. Jello shots. Shout out to Rock for letting what us was do the that. Final? 68? And the fact that they actually thought that any other team know. was going to become close is crazy. They like, broke bro. the record on the third day, or second day. Like Louisiana drinking, like that just goes together like fucking. So you know what the record was before? Like seventeen thousand, eighteen thousand. No, 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 no. Sorry, eighteen thousand seven hundred and seven. And what did we end with? Sixty-eight thousand eight hundred eighty-eight. All right, so shut your fucking mouth. So. This was so I kept track with Rocco's. Me and Rocco's Instagram got real close this trip. Um, day, I don't remember what day it was, but they posted one night saying LSU wishes they could sell us out. The next day, they said we are sold out. Yeah. We apologize. We will be full stop. <laughs> I was like, you poked the bear. You Dil- you pulled a Dylan Brooks. You poked the bear, and the bear ain't right. I'm just saying. I mean, you don't you don't say, "Hey, y'all can't do it." I even walked up to the bartender. I said, "How close are you to selling out?" She looked at me. She goes, "We're not even close." I wish I would have gone the next day and said, "So how was selling out?" <laughs> Dude, is if you're from Louisiana, you're a natural born drinker from birth. As soon as you come out the womb, I don't, give, I don't give a fuck. You don't even have to wait till 21. <laughs> your first picture isn't like a pacifier or a toy in your hand. It's just. Miller Lite <laughs> just some type of beer the most Louisiana thing I've ever heard no but the Blooms contributed about 
60 jello shots yeah so what you said that was was about almost one percent no point zero one percent i was about to say damn i'll try to give y'all more credit man no todd graves and uh gordon mccurden really fucked us over right there buying combined those two people bought fourteen thousand eight hundred and eighty eight shots <laughs> how much did they shot five dollars holy shot. shit so just do that fucking math by the way by the way uh 30k was spent in shots for todd graves and then if you do if you do that quick eight thousand eight hundred and eighty eight times five that's a forty four thousand four hundred and forty just a quick little bag just drops and rock on jello shots like louisiana does it best bro i don't care i don't i'll move wherever around the united states louisiana will always be my home and dude in Rocco's, it was shoulder to shoulder. There was not, and it was LSU fans all the time. My uncle was out there. He actually bought some jealous shots too. So shout out to everybody who contributed. When I tell you, it was shoulder to shoulder. Every person in there was wearing purple and gold. They they were determined. They said Ole Miss cannot hold this record for more than a year. Ole Piss. Fuck Ole Piss. And now, I think that's that's cemented until they show up the next year. If they show up next year. They're gonna look at that number and say that's a challenge. That's again. a challenge, yeah. We're gonna get the hundred thousand. <laughs> but it was it was everything LSU was a part of was a challenge for them. The only the only people who could beat LSU's Jello shot record is LSU. Yeah. No, <laughs> nobody took, else is gonna come they took Everything it. as a challenge. In like the little mini games that they bring kids onto the field and do like a hacky sack race or they do some. Dude, LSU was there. LSU fans were cheering. <laughs> if LSU fan, if the LSU kid won fucking standing ovation for that kid it was amazing everything was a competition in omaha and lsu won everything that's amazing also i did sit one section away from libby dunn yeah. but that's had to put, had to put that other. that's nor here nor there. security would have had to kill me security <laughs> security checked me that's about as far as we got they would have had to kill me <laughs> they would have had to put me down <laughs> They would have escorted you out. You know I got a thing for blondes. Everybody listens okay, to this. You know I got well. a thing for blondes. Now a gymnast blonde? Lord Jesus, watch out. From LSU. LSU. But now we move on. Wrapping this episode up. Our Vladimir Guerrero and... Altuve. Altuve and Ray Rice and... What did you say? Before Ray that? Rice. No, you said Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins wrap up we got our final takes i don't know who wants to start uh it doesn't really matter to me i'll go for it um so this has to do with a little bit of a little bit of college baseball a little bit of college a little bit of pro so i think it was before game two the espn announced dylan cruz as the golden spikes award winner if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. correct we've all compared him to at least i have the modern day mike control mm-hmm. if there's one person i despise it's jeff passing and there's one <laughs> thing that he said on ESPN, that really pissed me off. That he's not compared to Mike Trout. It's been compared to Ronald Acuna Jr. That is, look, Ronald Acuna is a really good player. That is such an insult because Dylan Cruz plays better defense than Ronald Acuna, first of all. He has a better plate vision or discipline than Ronald Acuna Jr. He's a better hitter, in my opinion, than like. I don't, I don't think anyone's going to come close to a Mike Trout, but comparison-wise, a once-in-a-generational type of talent it's Mike Trout and Dylan Cruz. I don't disagree with you. But like but I think you have a lot of hate to the Braves. 
No, it's it's not that. It's just like <laughs> I, I I like Ronald, and I think Ronald Acuna is one of the the the, the best you know outfielders in today's game which is why he's been an all-star for the past three to four years the issue i have is that we're comparing a once in a generational college player and uh dylan cruz to an average defender a good hitter and someone that lacks plate discipline that's where i'm definitely does so if 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 you're going to compare dylan cruz to to ronald acuna that's to me it's an insult because there's only one comparison to dylan cruz and that's mike trout so I just had to say that. I, th- I think it's embarrassing that he even uttered those words. He was like, I know what everybody's going to say, you know, how, how could you – and he, he tried to de- uh, justify it, but there's no no justifying that Dylan Cruz is even comparable to Ronald Acuna. He's better than Ronald Acuna. He's not even in the major leagues yet. Mm-hmm. And one thing I got to say about uh, Dylan Cruz is, <clears throat> like Norman said, that's once in a generation. Like, I don't think I will ever see another college baseball player on that level as Dylan Cruz. How many plate appearances or how many games and mate reaching base in a row? 71. 71. Yeah. So that's, that's and then over 100, the season. 100 RBIs for Tommy White, too. Like, let's not forget about that. Like, that's mm-hmm. fucking insane. Like, yeah. um, Dylan, the LSU's plate discipline throughout the whole series was amazing to me. Because there was definitely pitches on there that I would have swung at. Or I would have <laughs> swung out on the show, for sure. But I'd be swinging at everything <laughs> on the show. But... At the same time, bro, like they had amazing play discipline, even with the horrible umpire during the Tennessee series. Oh yeah, yeah, forgot about that. Yep. Dave, what's your final take for the week? <sighs> My final take is a little life update on me. Mm-hmm. All right. Go um, so I moved to Baton Rouge within the last week. Uh, no longer a laughy boy. I bang the two two five now. Um, it's definitely it's definitely a different experience, you know. The uh the atmosphere out here is amazing. The traffic is horrible. The uh the the just overall experience of LSU is amazing. Like I don't even go to LSU, but I act like I do. <laughs> and it's like it, it's great. And I appreciate KOK for giving me the opportunity to come out here and all that. I've met great people. Of course I'm still in tune with my laughy people and the boys, you know that. Yeah. Um it when I left Laffy, it was definitely a turn. Uh, I didn't expect to be in this journey by myself, but I'm glad I'm here. Uh, I got a great house. I got a great atmosphere. I got great people around me support me. So I really appreciate that. And I appreciate us like continuing second take, even though I'm in a different area code, different city. Um, we might be coming at you from Laffy next episode. We might be coming at you from the 985 next episode, you know. <laughs> we never know. Uh, but as for right now, it's just me, me and my little puppy Ellie. You know, cooling, cooling, and uh. Ellie, what you gotta say about that? Nothing. She be talking shit when she wants to, but nothing right now. <laughs> she just woke up. But other than that, like I appreciate the journey. Uh, it's only up from here. One day we're gonna be worldwide, yep. and right now we Louisiana wide. So yep. you know, it's a start. Gotta but start somewhere. I love it, bro. I love it. Uh, like I said, I mean, I didn't expect to to do this by myself, but I appreciate that I am, and I appreciate like the strength it gave me. It gave me to do this by myself, so I'm just glad I'm here. That's my final take, Adam. So my final take is a bit of an apology to the fans for the for the long for absence. the delay, long delay, long delay. You know, just bear with us. We had you know obviously one of us move, and then we had you know travels and all that, but. That was that's one of mine. I have my second one. All right, so 
without saying anything, if someone said they built a boat that can go underwater for $10,000 and they offered you a trip for $2.50, the question I ask you listeners, would you accept a $2.50 trip in a boat that was made from $10,000? Okay. That boat must have been made out of plastic bottles. So I'm getting on there for two dollars and ninety five cents. Fifty cents. Fifty cents. I'm sorry. I am taking that opportunity, but now I you might have to go deep underwater. I might implode with excitement. Damn. Damn. You can go go visit that new restaurant down there. Five guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Dave, sign us out. All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Malcolm Jenkins, Ray Rice, Mike Trout, and... Why did you make me say it? Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve. You're normal. Episode. <laughs> uh, episode 27 of The Second Take. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate all the li- listeners, and we'll catch you all next time.